Swally. Thank God changed people, not you. Help me, God. You got to learn how to live or people will take you down with them. Another thing we need to learn how to swallow. We got to swallow old age. <laughs> God. I know my members probably laughing. And brother, amen, ain't even laugh today. <laughs> amen, I think. He got that mask on, y'all. He can't talk much today. Praise <laughs> God. But let me tell you something. All of us are going to get old. Now, you can get a facelift. You're just going to be still a good-looking old person. <laughs> Praise God. I got Brother Amen that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a good-looking good looking old woman. Good-looking old man. But you can't stop. Hey, the other part of you, you couldn't facelift. Amen. <laughs> amen. Those wrinkles still are. You may have that good-looking face, but how the rest of you look? No, no, you just going to get old. Get old gracefully. Swallow it. We can't stay young forever. Get old gracefully. I hate seeing an old man running around with all this chain around and just talking about what's up, dog. Man, you need to go on somewhere and bog somewhere else. <laughs> Praise God. What's up, dog? You know you two old 80 years old right here trying to be like these young boys. Yeah, when I was a student at Morehouse, we were all Dr. Gloucester come in. We all say some Now some of my old Morehouse partner, we know what that is. <laughs> We're at Morehouse. That's the way we do it. But now, uh, you know, we don't do that when we get old. <laughs> it don't look like old man out there teens chapel on my ooh ooh ooh. Better go stop. So listen, we getting old. All my friends. Uh, I often tell this story. I ended up with 200. I can't lift the weights like I used to, but when I was young, I would go up there to campus and I would work out with the guys. And I was still older than most of them. And I just wanted to lift weights and be like those young ones up there, too. And so I'm out there pushing that weight. And as, hey, and that little guy never will ever forget him. I don't know his name. He was from New York. He never could say push, he said push it. So every time I put that weight on there, yeah, I, I push it, he's like, push it, push it. And I said, push it. And he didn't start saying, look at God getting that preacher power. Oh, man, that boots me out. I said, put some more on there. <laughs> I said, put some more on there, bro. I got all worked up. And he put some more, push it. I said, oh, push it. He didn't say, put it, push it. Man, after that, I went back to the home, got the shrilling something in here. Oh, that little old joker that messed me up. Two hundreds. <laughs> Next time I saw I said, well, keep going. I boy going somewhere. I ain't thinking about you. Gotten older. When you're getting older, you can't lift what you use. You think I'm lying, all of you all over 60, run up steps and tell me how you feel. Praise God. You won't be walking up. You're going to be crawling up. Or backing up. <laughs> God, your body is not the same. The doctor said, Reverend, you know you can't be out there. You in your late 30s trying to keep up with a little, little, little uh, 20-year-old boy. No, 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 no. Your body not the same. Get old gracefully. I'm honored to have my children calling me grandpa. And you know how we are. We don't like nobody spanking them. And when I saw mine... Spanking my little grandson years ago. Don't spank him. Don't hit him. Nah, they said, but daddy, you tore us up. I said, that was then. 
<laughs> Praise God. But we don't like nobody whipping those grandchildren, but we beat ours. <laughs> Praise God. There's something about grandpa. There's something different about that. And it's an honor to be a grandfather and a grandmother. You ought to be glad. One thing I need to say to all you older folk, can't nobody young get no younger than you being. And they may not get as old as you are. So you get old gracefully. And act old. Walk old. Talk old. And be grateful you live to get old. Swallow it. Oh God Almighty. Now that one, some folk wouldn't swallow, gentlemen. <laughs> Amen. Another one I want to tell you, you got to swallow. You got to swallow your pride. You got to swallow your pride. Let's throw some Bible on this. Old Bible said that was a man named Naaman. Old Naaman was a great military man. And Naaman could fight all the battles and all the wars. They held him as a hero. Uh -huh. One day, word got out that Naaman got leprosy. And he tried to hide it and not go out in public, but word got whispered around. You know, the general got leprosy. And people said, what? He got leprosy. He probably picked it up just like we pick it up with a virus. He probably was in a war and touched a leopard, but he got leprosy. And the Bible says a young maid told Naaman's wife about a prophet that could give him the cure for his leprosy. And she went, his wife, no doubt, and told Naaman, you know, there's a prophet, he's a prophet named Elijah. And you can go see Elijah, and he got a word for you to cure your prophecy. Go on down in Israel and see it. Go on down in Damascus and see it. Old, old prophet was down there waiting, and then Naaman got all of his luxury, got all of his money, all of his gold and his silver, and took all of that with him, going down to pay his way for, for healing. When he got down to make the story short to the prophet's house, he knocked on the door. The prophet sent one of his servants, went up and knocked on the door. And Elijah's servant probably came to the door and said, who is it? He said, uh, we are guests and we need to see the prophet. The prophet sitting there, Elijah just looking, probably still out the window. And the servant answers, can I help you, sir? We want to see the prophet. My master's out here. And the prophet wouldn't move, just wouldn't move, just stayed in the house. I think he saw Naaman's arrogance and pride, and he decided to put him in his place. Now, that really embarrassed you. The big man at your door, and you send word, go dip in Jordan River. Won't even come out. <laughs> Boy, that hurt his ego, because God knew Naaman's biggest problem was Naaman, his arrogance and his ego and he, his pride and he wouldn't come out and he said tell the servant to tell Naaman if he wants to be healed go dip in Murdy Jordan seven times the prophet got that message from his servant now look Elijah didn't come out Naaman sitting up there in his chariot and the servant came back and told him, Naaman's servant, 
what the prophet's servant said. He got arrogant and got mad. Muddy Jordan, uh, better waters in Damascus. There are better waters in other places. And why I got to come now here and get in this old muddy Jordan when there's clearer water somewhere else? But how many of you know sometimes there's healing in muddy water? Sometimes there's healing in muddy situations. Sometimes there's a blessing in trouble. Sometimes there's a breakthrough when you're going through something. Sometimes you got to go through something to get a breakthrough. God can use muddy situations. Praise God. But it's all about your pride. Naaman said, I'm not going down there. I'm Naaman. I'm a general. It's bad to be sick and fussy. It's bad to be sick and cussing. It's bad to be broke and cussing out the bank. It's bad to be sick and cussing out the hospital. It's bad to be ignorant and cussing out the school. It's bad to be lost and cussing out the church. Cussing out what you need. Here he is, arrogant. I'm not going in no muddy jotter. I'm never. Pride. But then his servant had to tell him, Master, if he told you to crawl, you probably would crawl to get healed. If he told you to go fight a battle, you probably wouldn't kill anybody. But the man told you something simple. He didn't ask for your money. And I'm sure Naomi said, all he wants you to do, drop your pride. 